Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Anne and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Ann Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. Grit and Gravitas, welcome to the studio. Annie Carnathan, we are back at it. Wow, and better than ever. <laughs> Someone says that, so I don't think I can take a license for that, but we are back and better than ever. I think that's Mike Greenberg on ESPN. But uh, I just... so look forward to our conversations, generally on a Friday morning with you. Uh, we'll probably ramp those up and, and have more episodes than our original two a month. I think we're we're beating our own record. We are. And uh, I want to start out with a little bit of that and start with the overwhelming to me amount of interaction with people who have listened to this. Yes. You and I both are doing this for the love of, of women, of, of what we do to try to cut down a learning curve to learn yes. from us, to give a peek behind the curtain of two powerful women leaders who are grinding every day and just making our way. And I want to thank people for that. At the same time, I want to remind them this will continue if people are listening to it. And we need everyone's help to share this, to have people, you know, subscribe and right. download. We, we, you and I want this to continue. And again, I've been wrapped in this major hug from people, people I haven't spoken to, in, you know, in 20 and plus men, years women and, and, men. and men. And I was just going to get to that. It's, it's an equal part of how much we're impacting people. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm not gender specific. It, 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 it has had an impact on me. And so the next thing I want to say before, uh, we get into what we're going to talk about is that we are doing this and it is content. It is both of us. But this would not have remote, remotely been to people what it is now if the Dieter Gallagher group weren't taking ownership of this in terms of, of PR and, and what you do. And I just, I marvel at you. And the respect and the Very admiration, sweet. you know, now that I'm seeing this day in and day out, I mean, we're spitballing this. This is a shoestring we're finding the time for this in, in such an incredibly heavy lift. Yeah. If we hadn't spent a year with a pandemic, you and your team have mad skills. And I'm a person that uses words. And it would be impossible to start this without telling you how full my heart is. You know, the appreciation, the gratitude, you know, everything I feel to say, you know, the Lord brought you right on time. And so just want to say that. Sweet Annie Carnathan, thank you. That that means the world to me. One pay that homage. You are again mad skills, you and your team. 
you know, and to see it up close and, and professionally and personally, wow, gobsmacked, you know, phenomenal. So the topic today, I, I want to talk about International Women's Day. And now Women's History Month we're in as well. At Grit and Gravitas, every day yes. is, is Women's International Day. We have deemed every day, yes, is uh, <clears throat> women in high gear. So to get wrapped up in that blanket Monday is to see women, or, or men, right, but, but primarily women, talking about what that means to them. To, to be a woman, to position that against every role a woman has. What I always come back to in the deepest conversations I have with women is this uh, notion of, of quote unquote, having it all. Mm-hmm. It's overused. It means whatever someone wants it to mean. In this show, it only matters to you and I what we think, because that's what we're sharing. Right. What do you think the line is, in between sacrifice and regret? What is that razor thin line? Well, I'm a person that doesn't want to reach 85 and have a laundry list of regrets. So on the front end, I try to, and in the PR business, I try to figure out what are the unintended consequences for our clients. And I've always done that for myself and my family. If we do A, what's B? So as far as the women having it all, and my journey is totally different than yours. And it's, it's different than a lot of people. Um, I off-ramped, and that was a very deliberate decision, trying to fully understanding we're not going to have it all, and I was fine that my career would be on the back burner for a season. So we all have seasons. If the career was on the front burner, I can see probably things would have been different for our three sons, and I, I would not have been able to invest. There's just not enough time in a day. There's only so much of you. And you decide who gets, you know, the uh, the cream of you. Time non-renewable. Yeah. Uh, and they, they say spend it for a reason. And there's, there's a price to that. There, uh, we do have choices. And some have more choices than others. If you're a single mom, you know, your choices are less than my choices were. But as far as, I never, I never believed that I could have it all. But I could be in control of the choices I had and, and what I was willing to, to uh, what the trade-offs were, what the risk-benefit was. Um, and I was I didn't have to be uh, run the PR firm when I was 30. I knew that there would be a season. I felt that I could control coming, bursting back on the scene, you know, at age 40, as it turned out. And I never believed that I couldn't make a difference no matter what age. I feel that about all women, that if you off-ramped and you're great before you off-ramped, there's an opportunity and there's a window and you can be great again back in the workforce or back in the career, however that might look for you. But having it all and ending the day, you know, exhausted at 11, um, I don't think you can have it all, but you can have your choices at any given time. For your season, you know, having it all looks like this. And then uh, 40, when you go back to work and the children are a little bit older, having it all looks totally different. I believe women struggle a significant amount 
with making that choice, owning it, mm-hmm. and moving on from yeah. it. Yeah. And if I say, this is the part of my day that work will fill, let's be really honest, work, it will fill whatever you give it. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure it's going to be there when I get back. Right. But but what is the sense of women sacrifice regret that always seem to look back and go, was that the right decision? What is it about women who can say to the capacity that I have at all, the sacrifices I've made are without regret? How do we reconcile the fact that if we do this fully, not glancing at your phone, <laughs> not saying, what am I making for dinner tonight? Not what's the schedule like for the weekend? Is my husband getting him or I'm getting him? Yeah. What, what does it mean to own that moment fully and without regret or guilt? Well, I think to your earlier comments, I think uh, women deeply, deeply struggle with that. And especially young women who, who want to uh, really shift their career into high gear in their 20s. Uh, and then they're, you know, deciding on having children in their mid-30s or later. And that's a, a career choice, too. I think you have to dig deep emotionally. It, it's an emotional resilience conversation, and it's a conversation we all have with ourselves and not so much what do other women think of my decisions, but at the end of the day, are you okay with your decisions? Is your family okay with your decisions? And that's, you have, you cannot waste emotional and creative energy constantly looking back. You're the one talking about the rear view mirror and the windshield. You just have to say, you know, those were the decisions. I own them as, as every business, business decision we make, we have to own it. And, um, there's room for malleability going forward, iteration. Okay, it didn't work out. That daycare situation didn't work out. We're going to change it. Um, the work situation, sometimes women, you know, uh, say no to a promotion opportunity because of the time required to do that. What I deeply admire about you is that you've said, I can give X amount of hours or I can give 90% of Annie Carnathan to Universal Media but I cannot give it to a board position right now until Walker's in college or until, you know, he's more on his way and out of the home. I deeply admire some people struggle uh, deeply with that. Like I need to have it all. I need to serve on the board. I need to be, you know, uh, doing service hours at the food bank or Salvation Army. I've got to do scouts. I've got to do, you know, serve in church. And there's, that's, that's where we become depleted. And then we're really not, um, fully invested in anything we're in or feeling as if we're doing anything well. Yeah. And when I look at you from, from three sons, 40, you, you chose just about the most difficult thing you could possibly do in your career. Instant sacrifice, instant balance of what emotions it takes to get up that hill. Would you get up that hill? to, hey, I'm still a mom that yesterday was 100% with my family. Yeah. 
That's a huge pivot. It's not like your big toe got dipped in. Yeah. It was a huge. And so I think about the support to do that. Wasn't just your husband. Wasn't just your sons. I mean, that, that tribe had to be a huge part. And I find as I get older, the concentric circle shrinks. I want to enjoy the people that are just, you know, closely connected with me more. Their support is enormous. I don't have to go through all the things I do with some people who just don't understand me. And that's not an excuse, but if we understand intent and we develop that, it just gets deeper, deeper to me, more rewarding. Yeah. And that ebbs and flows as time goes on. But as it shrinks, it's sort of like, oh, yeah, you're always who I thought you were. And the value in that makes me really emotional. Because we're not perfect people. Mm -mm. We hurt people. We do things if we could do over again. I like to do over. Yeah. But they're real relationships. So when you look back, I think there are probably people that from day one you say to yourself, wow. Do they even know the role they had in what Dieter Gallagher group now is and and still will become? Yeah. Do you think about that? And I I think, yes, and I think um, there are opportunities for us as women to be much more supportive. And, you know, I'm thinking of online or even in uh, women's leadership groups or or women's uh, business women's groups to uh, not to malign others like, oh, did you just stay at home? Was that all you did? Um, there's certainly opportunity. Anyone listening, if you're a young mom and you decided to, you know, off-ramp and stay at home, all the, you know, support to you. And there's a spot for you to on-ramp again. And if you, you know, decided to stay on your steady ascension, support for you too. It's not a you know, one group against another. And I've felt that and that then times that I've talked to business, uh, women's groups, very few people come with that story. Like I, I off ramped for 15 years and, uh, I never felt that was a detriment. And I, I, uh, I can see the fruits of my decision and it was okay that, that Anne's skills were, were invested you know, in, in scouts and everything I did do. Cause I feel that that had a, has a big payoff. But then when I came up on the radar, it was, it was kind of cute that all three sons and my husband were like, go mom, you know, this is, <laughs> and it was non-traditional, but I think we, as women, we need to support each other, not say, Oh, is that what you did? You know, I, I think there's room to say, come join us. We'll support you. Do you need help in this capacity? Do you need help in this? Do you want, you know, uh, insights on childcare? How did you figure that out? I think the pandemic has opened a lot of opportunities for us to, to think of a plan B and a plan C and a plan D. What we thought was eight to five daycare at this situation now is totally different. Now I can work from home and now we've, where those roles are shifting and, I think women can see success in new areas, um, and that's one of the positives, if you would, of how we've responded to uh, the changing work work environment. You spoke about that on the news. 
Yes, which was the amazing work of of the Dieter Gallagher group (laughs) uh, for that opportunity. And you talk about the support of your sons. And uh, I was was home for 12 weeks. And I really... Yeah, it was interesting. I hadn't taken a sick day for 10 years and companies says, hey, you have 10 weeks of crude sick days and two weeks of vacation because I had four or six and it was like, hey, this is great. So the support though and the way I looked at that was that ultimately our son would want me to be happy. Mm -hmm. Could I have stayed home? I mean, I think anything is possible. Right. And now absolutely anything is possible in terms of, you know, where you physically are. But when I think about him today, you're like a junior in high school, and I look back at the sacrifices I did have to make when I was working, you know, especially travel, but it was almost never more than a day or two. And it was always with the thought that here's why I'm doing this, Mm -hmm. you know, are you are you good when I'm not here? And look, that's what brings me into the support of your spouse, your partner, whomever you're sharing your life with, right? Love who you love. And so I think that was really looking back, which we're doing in this show, looking back without the support of my husband, which I think gave them a huge opportunity for time, totally for the routine, mm-hmm. for things that as a mom, I just did, you know, whether it's packing lunch or right. um, the, the myriad of clubs and sports and you know uh, that. And I look back and so not to overstate that, but I think it would have been drastically different. And as we rock it forward, in retrospect, I don't think about that as much as I should. And when I look back, it's sort of like, woof, there's so many unknown things I've never acknowledged to help me yeah. do what I've done. And now I, I have not missed a major thing. And so I'm uh, jonesing a little bit because in a couple of weeks, going to get his license, uh, you know, <laughs> right? Prayer up to the Lord that that passes. And then I'm not taking him to school for the first time since he was five years old. Wow. Every day. And that's our best time. And what did that do for him? Sure. What did that do for me? And what were the sacrifices to do that? And were they sacrifices? Well, when you look back, can you recall any instance where, you know, wow, I took Walker to school and I was 10 minutes late to meeting A, B, or C. You probably can't even recall an instance where you've even remembered it or it mattered to you that the, the time with him was what mattered and left the biggest impression, not, you know, uh, not the business. And I, I, live by schedules and deadlines and I'm always uh, hyper-focused on, oh, I got to do this with this client. And then, you know, five years down the road, you think, I don't don't even remember what that was. It wasn't, it didn't have the importance that I felt at the minute. So it's good that we can decide what really today matters in our lives and where do we need to invest our time. And we don't set the topics up for these shows. I know. If you've taken me on a whole day. (laughs) A whole different path. But you illustrated to me one of the best business vitamins to date, which is we don't even remember those moments. And what do we remember? Right. And if we can say to someone in X amount of time, you're not going to remember that. 
there's enough difficulty out there that we don't need to look in the mirror and beat that person up. Right. We need more grace. That's a whole other show. And the ability to, to say to people in business, it's going to be all right. It's really not significant the way you think it is now. And again, that fine line between sacrifice and regret. And I say to people, it's spending time. Mm-hmm. Spend infers money, right? You're going to pay for everything we've done in terms of our non-renewable time. Are you good with that? You know, don't wait until then right. to sweat all these small things that cost you more than you thought they would. I never spent time uh, as I approached 40 thinking, oh, I wonder if I'll have time to start this business. If I really had thought about that, I probably wouldn't never have started. Done it. <laughs> I would have been so overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, nobody's done it like this. So maybe there's a reason. Maybe I should be thinking twice about this. I didn't think twice about it. And I, I laughed and I felt like the Dr. Seuss, are you my mother, where I would <laughs> talk to <laughs> business leaders and say, could you help me? Could you help me? And, and one of our chief reasons for this show is to shorten women's learning curves. If you choose a path to business or starting your business or ramping up to a C-suite or some executive leadership, our experiences, we hope, will be very beneficial to you. So we will tell you, you know, we we made a right turn here and we probably, you know, in retrospect should have gone left. Or these are the people you need in your orbit to help guide you. Both of us, I think, are really good at asking for help. We know what we don't know. And I think that's a business vitamin. Know what you don't know. And find those people who do have your, who have the skills that you need and get them in. You don't need to know everything. We're, we're not good at everything. Um, regret is, uh, you know, that, that's corrosive. A, yes. Toxic. So don't spend much time, uh, any time focusing on that in the present. Surround yourself with people who really are positive, not, not necessarily all like-minded, but who can, who can, um, add curiosity to your thinking, who can make you think in new and fresh ways and just stop looking back. And I think that uh, that has a health benefit to it, especially through a pandemic. You know, the, the more you control the thoughts in your mind and the people you surround yourself, and we can control those, um, the healthier and more successful you'll be. That's at the heart of, of almost everything. My, my, you know, my competitors to universal media you know, the, the people who leave our employment right. to go somewhere else. I'm pretty sure the last time I looked, I can't control any of that. And why is that energy going to, to, right. to either one of those things? And I could go on and on. And it illustrates to me, you're, you're 40 and you, you have three boys that are now of an age where you can, you know, dive back into right. your career right. with, um, an energy and a focus. And I'm basically having my son after fits right. and starts and an entire uh, challenge there. And I only knew that, that I didn't have him to not be with him. Yeah. And when I look back at that, you know what I had to do and I had to prioritize and people say, well, I have so much to do today. It's like, well, what's the priority? Oh, I was like five or seven. You can't have five or seven. <laughs> it has to be one through seven. So who influenced you in that decision to, you know, return 12 weeks is 
like not enough time with a baby. So who helped you make that transition? Who helped you make that decision? Was it Rob? Uh, was it your mom? Was it your family? I'm, and, and, and it, 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 at the core of it, it's, it's one of the things I've worked on for so long. I'm extraordinarily independent at, at honestly, at the detriment to me. I should have learned how to need people way, way, way earlier than I did. That's a show too. <laughs> oh, I my. think that's a show. Th- th- you know, I had to have all the answers. I had to be, I'm a hard charger. I go very fast and sometimes speed, not, not good. Right. And I've paid that price and I don't think it's patience because who has enough yeah. patience really. But one of the most difficult things I learned was sometimes you have to let people and things come to you and there's a cadence to that. And that's a trust on a whole other level with yourself or your faith or the people around you. And when you have that belief that everything happens for a reason, and that's absolutely directly tied to my faith, I started to let go. Back then, I was more focused on him because that's, and, and how work, regardless of what happened, had to take a back seat. And could they be driving passenger? Did that actually <laughs> go in the back seat? But I've never wavered from that. And so when you look at the priority, it was always very clear to me. And every decision I made was based on uh, what, what was the sacrifice for time with him. Mm-hmm. And to this day... You know, I look at a day, I'm up very early, you know, early to bed, early to rise. I sit in solitude and say, okay, here's the day. What absolutely has to happen today? Right. And things were so say, well, where is that? It wasn't the same priority as maybe it was yesterday and it, it didn't get done. But I, I hold everything to that because now, and especially with COVID, the, like the world blew up. Right. <laughs> it was like... Right. Every day I started out so peaceful, you know, walking the dogs and here's my day and life was what happened while I was making plans. But it, I mean, it blew up spectacularly. Schedules started to become eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. What are you, what are we scheduling? Like before I would have to drive there. I would have to, now it's like, no, no, I can't keep going from call to call to call. So that became whatever it took to wait a minute has to go back on the rails. Priorities. They're difficult to establish, even more difficult to adhere to, but we have to. And for women, you know, we we carry uh, probably still the lion's share of, of the family, <clears throat> the responsibilities, the children's activities, the school events. Then you throw in a Zoom, you know, your children are learning from home now. You're trying to conduct office meetings. Um, it is a heavy lift, but I think... excuse me, to our our point, we set priorities. It would be great if we could all, you know, wake up ourselves and have 30 minutes for our own cup of coffee and then do our yoga routine or our workout and take all our vitamins and and be perfectly dressed and makeup on. That's just not reality. You know, many times Instagram is not reality of, of what our homes look like. But when we sit and think, what are the top three priorities 
and start, you know, start investing, you know, maybe it's your children and maybe you have a child that's struggling in school and you realize, okay, this meeting is going to, I'm going to have to postpone this to the afternoon or I need really to pour myself into A, B, and C, you know, a a child or, um, you know, a spouse or home decisions. And I think now we can do that without regret because the changing workforce and we just need to, um, be a little softer on ourselves and uh, grace. have grace for ourselves and to our discussion earlier that, that 10 years from now, are we really going to, you know, say, okay, I, um, I should have worked out another 30 minutes that day, or I should have spent, you know, time. Uh, I think it's always good when I sit down now, my grandchildren, you know, Mimi, can you read? And it's just good to say, yes, I'm going to be present. I'm, exactly. I'm going to, I really don't care what text exactly. comes in. I'm just going to absorb your curiosity, your sweet face for 30 minutes. And I'm going to read Dr. Seuss with you. And instead of, you know, looking, uh, I don't have an iPhone watch. So I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to know what the alerts are or what the texts are. I just want to be present. And I think, um, hopefully we can all get better at that. Huge on women generally being much more multitasked. With that comes the enormous baggage of guilt, and that comes in as many forms as there are women. So we're going to wrap up grit and gravitas today, but to me, that was a central core of of women in the workplace, International Women's Day, Women's History Month, and we're going to continually come back to that because that's a, a, a really huge vitamin and takeaway from how we manage our soul. And I think uh, we're going to work on just supporting each other at every level, uh, reminding ourselves to give ourselves grace and give give others grace who, who have made different choices than we've had and uh, focus on priorities and realize that, that our decisions 10 years from now will not look as, as intense and uh, critically important as we make them today. So with that, you have said it all today. That flew by. That boom. So we can't wait for more guests. Annie Carnathan, thank you for being present with me today. Right back at you, Anne. Please, everybody, subscribe, download, and share and make this a, a huge tribe because we're all rowing the boat together. Love many, trust few, always row your own canoe. Judith Wald. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. Take care. Have a high gear day. Thanks for listening. It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and have a high gear day. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at getarculus.com.